welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome back. What is this? Episode Welcome back. Oh, okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Jessica, you always appreciate my singing. I do. (laughs) I'm going to find a reason to just be the hype man. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you wanting to sing. Because I got your back. 100%. (laughs) Anyway, episode 52. 52. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yep. Episode 52. Uh, I'm so proud of us. Um, So today... We are talking about pop off or pray. That just sounds funny. You said it so serious. We're talking about <laughs> pop off or pray. So, you need are to you say gonna, how it sounds. Are you going to pop off? That's what I'm saying. You or is you going to pray? Gonna, I was going to get hood oh. next. Dang, Lizzie, you just <laughs> ruined my vibe. God, she just be next. taking my moment. Anyway, okay. so now, like, for real, do you pop off or you pray? What's your attitude look like? You know what yeah. I mean? That's what this episode is about today. Managing like, your attitude. How do you manage your attitude? Like, when the situation gets a little shaky, you know, somebody, didn't t- they testing you, they're testing your gangster a little bit, or, or they, uh, you know, they're just trying to start something with you. They coming at you sideways, testing your intelligence. You pop off? Or do you pray about it? And make sure you say the right things, allow the right things to come out your <clears throat> mouth. Even when nothing's going on, you know, what's your attitude look like on a day-to-day basis? Like, you know, how do you manage yourself? How do you manage your attitude? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Like, do you have the stank face walking around? Like, your attitude Uh, rests on your face. Oh, Lord. (laughs) And let me tell you, thank you, coworkers, because (laughs) if it weren't for them, I would have never known that my resting face (laughs) is very mean. Mm. It is very mean looking. So I have been. Maybe because I don't work with you every day. Well, and because you don't. Yeah. I mean, but you also know me since i was like born probably so you don't count (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying i haven't noticed it yeah you don't count because you know me too but the type of job you had how can you not have like a resting attitude right nothing against your job but well no that's what i'm saying that's why I tell my coworkers, don't ever take my resting face personal because it probably was <laughs> a kid that did stressed, that. Right? I'm saying I'm probably stressed out in the moment. <laughs> anyway, so what you got, Lindsay? How do you manage your attitude? Well, Paul wrote in Philippians 127, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And I want to note, and I'm going to get to your question in a second, but all right, all right. I want to note that this was written from a prison cell because Paul wrote this mm. and Paul is writing about managing your attitude from a prison. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let, let that linger because you we know where I'm going with that, this. That's settled. Right. <laughs> he was and is telling us that no matter what unexpected frustrations, difficulties, disruptions come our way, we are required to respond with a Christ-like attitude and pray and not pop off. Mm. So I find it interesting that the context that that book of Philippians was written in, because it was written by Paul, and his story is just simply amazing to me. When he was Saul, he was basically a religious terrorist. Wow. In so many words, right? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, you know the story of Saul. Well, and then yeah, Paul. but I've never I mean, heard really it said just, like that. But to break it down, like if you really think about it, he basically was. Yeah. So he would throw men and women who worship Christ into prison, and he thought in his mind that he was doing his 
lawyer duties in the name of God because he was an attorney or a lawyer at this time. Mm. So Saul was filled with so much violent rage against Christians. And then God changed Saul and he was then filled with the Holy Spirit and then baptized. So I'm sure we can imagine how the people in the city felt when they see this changed man who was persecuting them last week and is now loving them the next week. Mm. (laughs) So Paul was then thrown into prison for basically casting out demons and telling people about Jesus. But yet, even while he was in prison, he was able to write a lot of the New Testament and he didn't pop off at anyone. (laughs) In fact, in Acts, um, it says that he started singing praises to God. And so I find it interesting that his attitude was to innately just sing praises to God as opposed to, I I don't deserve to be here. This ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it really kind of makes me think about, well, just say for the sake of argument, black men who are maybe wrongfully accused and thrown in prison of, Mm -hmm. you know, for 18, 25 years, how many years? You Mm -hmm. know, they probably have attitudes. Maybe not all of them. Maybe they had Paul-like spirits. Who knows? But it just always amazes me how this is a route that he chose Mm -hmm. of how to manage his attitude. And a jailer even asked him what he must do to be saved because of his attitude. He was able to share God's goodness with someone who felt lost. Mm. So when we don't check our attitudes, we miss out on so much more than just a reality check because you never know who's watching you. Because Paul didn't have an attitude and chose to live Christ-like, the guards were then ordered to release him. Mm. So it's amazing to me. How much your attitude really just affects every area and every capacity of your life. You don't even realize it. Yeah, like, that's the thing. People don't realize, like, your attitude is so powerful. Like, you know, we just, we kind of go on our day, and it kills me because people, oh, this is like the phrase I hate the most. I was so, I'm so glad I stopped saying it, but I hate when people say, that's just me. That's just who I am. Oh, Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, people. That, That is not an excuse to be mean. Like, you have no idea just, like, how much strength your attitude carries. Like, I mean, that was a great example. Paul's attitude, because his attitude was so, like, he because he had his attitude in check, he kept himself positive, he prayed, he just stayed focused on God. It His attitude it ended up being his blessing. Like, yep. it caused him to be blessed and freed from prison. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so we say so... We so stuck. Like, it's it's just who I am. It's who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, who you are. But then when who you are has you stuck in life, just remember about this. Just think about this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul later wrote in Philippians 2.5, <clears throat> after going through his unlawful prison sentence, your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. So Paul learned this early on, going from one extreme to another, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was put in a position to speak on attitude and how to manage it. It's amazing how God will place you in something to humble you, to show you that it needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not saying that, you know, who knows if if Saul wasn't doing all this, maybe he still would have been thrown in prison. Who knows? You know? But I guess my point is I'd rather not choose the latter and not find that out. (laughs) But Jesus maintained a perfect attitude in every situation because he prayed about everything and worried about nothing. He prayed and did not pop off. (laughs) So we too should seek God's guidance about every aspect of our lives and allow him to work out his perfect will without any type of interference. Jesus' attitude It was never to become defensive, discouraging, or depressing because his ultimate goal was to please the father rather than to achieve his own agenda. Mm. I think us as women choose our own selfish ways 
You know what I'm saying? And not really, really realizing who are we trying to really please here. It's, it's kind of like, okay, like you're ever being like in a relationship, and I know this has happened to me, and you just want to catch your attitude so bad, but you know it's not going to do anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it just makes you feel good for Whenever like three I seconds. Whenever I myself, something's going to happen. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I think we all do. I'm going to get but something you, out of this. But you know, like later on, you think like that probably wasn't necessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's not being Jesus-like. That's that's thinking about our own agenda as opposed to who who is this like really serving. Mm-hmm. So just kind of really think about that before you pop off with an attitude towards anyone. But this is what we need to do. Excuse me. This is what we need to be doing as well. Um, you know, just being like Christ-like. So if Jesus did it in this way, why do we think that we get a pass to handle it any other way? Right. So in the midst of trials, God was patient. In the midst of suffering, God was hopeful. In the midst of blessing, Jesus was humble. So even in the midst of ridicule, abuse, hostility, he made no threats and did not retaliate. Instead, he entrusted himself to him to him who just who judges. Oh, my God. I just butchered that. That's in First Peter. <laughs> I'm going to read it again, and I'm paraphrasing this verse. But he made no threats and did not retaliate. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justify. Angry. <laughs> just in so I was trying to read this verse. It just didn't come out right. Girl, you good. We're human. So I want to just get, like, practical for a minute, right? So, like, when Lindsay used the example of you're in a relationship and, you know, the guy just did something just, and let's say he really did do something to tick you off, like, and let's be real, as women, because we're emotional at times. No, we're not emotional. We're passionate. We talked about this a few episodes. We're passionate. Mm -hmm. So, because we're passionate, (laughs) you know, um, sometimes we let our passion get the best of us. And I'm saying this because I do this. Like, don't get it twisted. Yes, I'm proud of myself. I have done some major self-work, and I have gotten myself to a much better place in life. But don't be misled. On occasions, things may happen, happen, and I get passionate, right? (laughs) And I use that word, I use that word passion real loose because (laughs) it be looking some kind of way. My passion come out, it be looking a little, it be looking like she mad. Um, (laughs) But, you know, in the moment because something is going on and it's just, it's just one of them, I don't know, it just got you feeling some kind of way. Yes, I get it. Our, our nature is to just pop off like oh no what what i'm a you know okay curse right (laughs) you know we say a lot of choice words even if you don't cuss but you probably still you you like me you good with them words (laughs) on the good side a good way and a bad way you know people my friends tell me all the time you never have to fight because your words like literally hurt more than anything you could do to a person physically I, i have always been known to like really cut deep with my words right okay. but it's not about no what do you mean <laughs> no i just like i mean oh. i know how to just like i just get your say point things. across without uh, yeah i get you and it can just come across a little too blunt mm-hmm. like it's a little too raw at times which is something i've had to work on for like the last year because mm-hmm. it's come across in ways that i never really meant it right mm-hmm. but it was one of them pop-off moments <laughs> i didn't pray i was popping <laughs> so you know Said all that to say, y'all know I'm silly, so I like to be silly and I like to come with a little level of um, humor. But I said all that to say, in those moments, though, when we really are struggling with what our nature and our flesh wants to do, because our flesh always wants us to just show our face, show our tail, act a certain kind of way to get our point across. But there's such a blessing when you can just 
hold your tongue, hold your peace, and let go to God in that moment. You know what I mean? That's why the the title is Pop Off or Pray, because you need to pray in those moments. And I don't mean you got to like, oh, Heavenly Father, Jesus. You ain't got to do all that in I the mean, moment. Hey, sometimes that's needed, though. I mean, depending <laughs> on the situation, you just might. Sometimes you're like, ooh, it depends heaven, on the situation. heaven, come down on you this person to before I do, Lord okay. Jesus, You Lord just Jesus. might have to get dramatic you with it. You just hold yourself. Mm-hmm. You might have to rock on them, depending on the severity of the situation. <laughs> You might get to humming, pull out your uh, handkerchief, yes. honey. Yeah, been there, done that. Um, <laughs> pull out your well, Bible, like okay, like let me let I'm me look at this for. app. Let me go find a scripture before I say something wrong. Yes, I've been there, had to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I did. But I'm telling you, even but even if the situation is not that severe, you don't even have to do that. Get get your get branded. <laughs> But it's so funny. (laughs) But no, like, even in those moments, even when they're not that severe, you can still, like, say, whisper something to yourself. Like, just kind of find God in that moment. Mm -hmm. You got to find God in that moment so that you can get yourself positioned to respond the right way. And the right way is the the way God would commend a, a commission us to do. So it may not it may go completely against what your flesh would want you to do, which ninety percent of the time it is against what our flesh wants us to do. Right. But it's so important because you will be blessed. You will be take my word for it. You will be blessed when your response is that of God's and not of your flesh. Mm-hmm. When Paul tells us that. Our attitudes should be the same as that of Christ, Jesus. He had summarized in the previous two verses in Philippians um, what the attitude was, which was selflessness, humility, and service. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. So in other words, your attitude being a saved woman should reflect an attitude that focuses on the needs and interests of others. Mm-hmm. So now naturally, this doesn't come easy to us because just like Jesus or Jesus, just like Jessica said, I Jesus, yeah. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> we're human and have to fight our flesh daily. But this is also why Paul and Romans also wrote, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the mm-hmm. renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be able to test and approve God's will. It, what God's will is his good, please, his, oh, my God. <laughs> His good, perfect will. So when we learn how to manage our attitudes, we'll be able to receive what God has for us. We'll be able to hear God, and people will just like us more because we're acting Christ-like. Yeah. And so really what this verse was telling me as I was reading it, I don't know. I mean, it's really just like kind of like what Jessica said. Sometimes it's not even really about kind of how you respond. Sometimes it's just about just having a good attitude. Yeah. So I think we always think that an attitude is just about, oh, just the way we respond. No, it's how you are. How you are. It's <laughs> kind of like what you just said, you mm-hmm. know, when you say you hate when women say, oh, this is just how I am. But on the flip side, I kind of see their point because it probably really is how they are. But on the flip side of that, it could not be how you are. You could it, change that. Right. <laughs> and I mean, and, and on the, the reality is it may not... This might be who you are, but does it line up with what God has called right, you exactly. to be? And if it doesn't line up with what God is calling you to be, then that don't walk around just claiming this is who you are. Yeah. You want to be in line with what God wants for you mm-hmm. and what he has for you and what he called you to be. Yeah. Because what he called me to be is not exactly who I used to walk around saying I was. Mm-hmm. It's not the same person. 
But when I got in line with what God wanted of me and what he commanded for me to do and to be like, I can't walk around here anymore talking about this is just who I am. Yeah. And said you should be like, well, this ain't who I want to be, but God's working on who I should be. Exactly. That's a really much longer response. (laughs) That should just make you want to stop saying this is who I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That should just make you want to stop. That was a lot. And then as Paul, you know, was saying in Romans to do, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Typically, sometimes I feel like we get so irritated by women, you know, who may or may not, you know, be saved or have a relationship with Christ. And maybe they are acting of this world. Mm -hmm. I feel like just flesh wise, naturally, our natural response is to respond the way of this world. But when it goes on to say, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I think we mentioned this in an earlier episode. It starts with your mind. You literally have to consciously tell yourself, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come down to your worldly level mm-hmm. <laughs> because yep. my mind is spirit-like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's literally like you you are one one person, one body living in two different realms. Mm-hmm. And so it can be a challenge because I won't say you should balance these realms. It's not what I'm saying because I, I do think the spirit realm should obviously surpass the right. world realm. But you're living in the world. So mm-hmm. you know it's going to be some type of conflict with the two of those. But then later on when it goes into Romans when it says when you renew – um, when you transform yourself by the, by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve God's will. Mm-hmm. So then this tells me that when you really come to a place of true submission and actually renew your mind to be Christ-like, God will then bless you with his perfect will. And that's why I said you'll be able to hear God. You'll be able to remain obedient to God. It's just mm-hmm. all these other things come into place, and it starts with your attitude. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the attitude is just that is like that's where everything starts. Everything starts your. Well, I guess you could say your mind is where it starts, but the attitude is just follows right after. Like yeah. it's just kind of like a natural thing. And again, remember, the attitude is what people will see. Um, what I really loved about the story with Paul is that because of Paul's attitude, he had the people who were trying to catch this one. The very people who were trying to hold him back down to keep him locked up mm-hmm. were the same people coming to him talking about what must I do to be saved mm-hmm. because exactly. of his attitude. His attitude was so contagious that the very people who were trying to destroy him were the very people asking him, what What do I have to do? Right. How can I be like that? How can I have that kind of attitude? So that just goes to show you how important and how powerful and how how much strength your attitude carries like your attitude can make or break you essentially kind of sort of um your attitude can bring people closer to you or push people away from you your attitude can open doors for blessings or it can close some doors because you're not mature enough yet Mm -hmm. you're not ready yet because you want to pop off before you pray and so you know be mindful of these things the next time you're in a situation that might Test your attitude or test your gangster, as I like to say. Um, Be mindful (laughs) of this the next time you just out being leisurely but walking around with a mug on your face and looking at everybody like they stink. Like, you know. That's something within you. It's like, yeah, we'll be looking at people like, why you got an attitude all the time? Okay. It's something within you. That stank (laughs) face thing is not cute all day, ladies. I'm just saying, like, relax your eyebrows. (laughs) And ultimately... We must always keep in mind that God's ultimate goal for us, his children, is not our comfort, but the transformation of our minds into the attitude of godliness. Mm -hmm. So he wants us to grow spiritually and to become like Christ. And if Paul is instructing us that God's will for us is perfect, 
and good, then what else other than praying before we pop off should we strive for? Mm. If we know that God's perfect will is waiting for us, if we just learn how to transform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, granted, transforming and, and evolving and changing is not the easiest thing. I ain't mm-hmm. never going to say it's easy because, I mean, it's not meant to be easy. But the promises that God has set for us and has waiting for us, they're not meant to be easy things to obtain either. Because if that was the case, we'd already have it. Right. God God needs to see that he needs to see he can trust us mm-hmm. with certain blessings and certain, um, you know, certain things. You know, if you're praying for increased territory or, you know, um, more abundance in your bank accounts and things like that, but you don't really know how to manage your money, mm-hmm. you can't really expect that six-figure bank account just yet if yeah. you don't even know how to balance a three-figure bank account. Well, not only that, you can't really expect things that you already have an attitude about. You're like, attitude. Right. I don't make enough money. They don't pay me. Da, 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 da. But yeah, exactly. you want more money. Right. Like, why you got to ask about the, what God has already blessed you with? And that's the thing. Like, it's all about your perspective and how you are looking at things. If your attitude ain't right, then, you know, God will withhold just until you get it together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not an easy task, but it's it's so much, it's so worth it at the end because what God wants to give us and how he wants to bless us is worth every moment of the struggle. So, yeah. you know, hang in there and, you know, Pray before you pop off. Right. right? Okay. That's yeah. been episode 52. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. Peace out.